Deuteronomy chapter 5, uh, Moses uh, preached the message here. He starts in chapter 5 and goes all the way to the end of chapter 11. He, it's not too long before the Moses' death that he does this, preaches this message. He, you go back in the first uh, chapter of Deuteronomy, it's the 11th month of the first day of the 40th year since they came out of uh, out of Egypt. It was the 40th year and the 11th month and the first day of the month. And, and you get over into the last chapter of Deuteronomy, and it's the 12th month. It's the 40th year and the 12th month and the first day of the month. So it's only about a month goes by during this whole book of Deuteronomy. And, and in the last chapters when Moses passes away and dies, uh, and I thought Moses was a was a great man of God. Sure. Yeah. He truly was a great man of God. I, I thought they talk about Tom Brady. He was 43 years old and won the Super Bowl. And, and not to take nothing from him, it was a big to, to go up against 20. And if you're over 40 years old, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> go up against a bunch of 20 and 30 year old and win. But Tom Brady ain't got nothing on Moses. Moses spent 40 years as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He spent another 40 years out there with his his wife and his father-in-law, the priest. He spent another 40 years leading the children of Israel out of Egypt and through the wilderness. He was 120 years old when he died. Over in the last chapter of Deuteronomy, he said his eyes did not become dim, right. and his, uh, strength, his natural force was not abated. So, so he still had his strength. I, I thought these movies and, and even a lot of Sunday school and Bible school literature always portray Moses as some old feeble man, but Moses never got feeble. Right. He might have carried a staff, but he didn't need a cane. Right. He, that, he, on the day of his death, he was able to walk up Mount Horeb Right. the Lord and look yeah. over into the promised land. Right. He still had his strength and the Lord was with him and the Lord watched over him. Moses was the first of the 40 dayers. First of three 40 dayers. 40 dayers. And, you know, and Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights up in Mount Sinai fasting <laughs> without food or without drink. Elijah, when he was, he was running from Jezebel, spent 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he was out there tempted by the devil, yeah, he on. spent 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. And then you come to the Mount of Transfiguration, and there they are, all three of them again. Yeah. Those three, four, what a prestigious group that was gathered there. This Moses, and, and then he preached this message now not too long before his death. And I think we as God's people ought to be interested in what Moses had to say. Great man of God. I'm not putting Moses up on a pedestal. We don't worship Moses. We worship the Lord Jesus Christ. But we ought to have great respect for Moses and the accomplishments that the Lord was able to do through his life. And here in chapter 5 and verse 1 now, it says, And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, All of Israel. Now, uh, one thing we've got to understand now, if, it, if you've been born again and, and your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life this morning, uh, you are an Israelite this Amen. morning. Amen. We've been a wild olive branch, old, old Gentile dogs. We've been grafted into that true vine. And, and we are part of the, 
we, we come within the covenants that God made with Abraham. We come within the covenants that he made with Moses and David and so on. We're part of that nation of it. When God looked into Abraham and said, I'm going to make your seed as the sand is on the seashore, and as the stars is up on the heaven, are not, we're placed there among that number, among those stars and among those grains. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the judgments which I speak in your ears this day. Yeah. Now, uh, I've studied these all the way down to the end of the last chapter. The, really, the only judgments and statutes that he speaks to them on this particular day is the Ten Commandments. And that's what he's talking about. Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that you may learn them and keep and do them. And so Moses has, in this verse, he has four requests when it comes to the Ten Commandments. He says that you might hear them, and, and, he, go, and he goes a little step further. He said that you might learn them, now it's good to hear the Ten Commandments. It's another thing to learn those Ten Commandments and have them in our hearts and in our minds. And this is a step further. That you might keep and do them. Yeah. Do you see? He takes it a little step further each time. Now they're important. These Ten Commandments are important. In the nation of Israel... Now, uh, everything that happened with the nation of Israel, most just about everything that you find is allegoric for us today. Uh -huh. it, it applies. The, the old was a, a schoolmaster for the new, so we can look into the nation of Israel and, and the relationship that God had with them, and it's allegoric for our relationship right, with God today. It, it all ties all together. And, and if, if the nation of Israel now, if they would have just stuck this one verse... And they would have put it in their hearts, and they would put it in their minds, and they would put it into their daily walk, and they would hear the Ten Commandments, yeah. they would keep the Ten Commandments, yeah. they would do the learn the Ten Commandments and do them. Do you see? It would have saved a whole heap of trouble in, in the nation of Israel. Do you see? God gives them. Uh, they never have really got all the land that belongs to them. Right. It's just a little old patch of land. Not, not much bigger than Rhode Island. Uh, West Virginia almost looked like Texas compared to Israel. It's just a little old patch of land. But it's not near the land that God had promised them. God promised them from the from the Nile River, which is down there borders Egypt, all the way up to the, the, the river Euphrates. And if they would have got all their land, it, it would have included Amram, it would have included Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, all those old rich neighbors of Israel. It would all been it would all belong to Israel if they would have just took heed to this one verse. This great man of God Moses tried to warn him right before his death. If you would just hear the Ten Commandments, if you would just learn them, if you would just know them, if you would just do them, it, it would have made all the difference. They would have got all the land that God promised them. But they didn't hear. They didn't have key. They didn't learn. They didn't practice them. They, they, God gave them the land of, of the promised land. And they go, Joshua leads them over there. But it wasn't long 
that they was over there living in houses they didn't build. And right. that they was reaping from vineyards that they didn't Amen. plant. They was drinking water out of wells that they didn't dig. Right. And God blessed them and God flooded them with blessing. But they went up whoring after the gods of the Canaanites and the Jewish right. and the Hittites. Do you see? They didn't learn them. They didn't know them. They didn't live by them. If they would have just listened, they would have got all of their land. They would have been a superpower unto this day. They wouldn't have been, nobody wouldn't have been able to mess with Israel. If they would have just learned them. If they would have just heard the commandments. If they would have just learned them and keep them and do them. But they didn't do it. And they went over there and hovered after other gods. Do you see it's allegory? It's, it's a lesson for us today. Hallelujah. Praise his eyes.
what Moses is talking about in verse 2. And in verse 3 it says, And the Lord made not this covenant with our fathers, right. but he made it even with he made it with us, even us who are all of us here alive this day. He didn't make it with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob or the twelve patriarchs, but he made it that there that day with Moses and the children of Israel. And that covenant still stands true for us Israelites today that have been adopted in. And the Lord talked with you face to face in the mount and out of the midst of the fire did the Lord speak to them that day and they they did exceedingly shake and quake and, and notice the parentheses now in verse 5 and Moses, Moses comes up to verse 4 and he pauses for a minute here and he said and I stood between the Lord and you at that time they, the children of Israel stood back and Moses went up a little further closer to the mount he said and to show you the word of the Lord for you were afraid by reason of the fire. And you went not up into the mount. They was afraid. And they went to, after it was all over, the elders went to Moses and said, Moses, we don't want to do this no more. They said, Moses, you, you go talk to the Lord and, and you come and tell us what he said and we'll do it. But, but, but we, we don't want to see the Lord. They did exceedingly shake and quake the, the, the greatness and the mightiness and the power and the authority of God. They couldn't take it. And now notice it. Now, if you go back to verse 4 and skip the parentheses, it says, the, And the Lord talked with you face to face in the mount and out of the midst of the fire, saying, Now, this is what the Lord said unto them out of the midst of the fire. He said, And notice the first thing that he, the, 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 the mighty God said, Out of the fire and, and out of the smoke and, and loud, and, and they was shaking in their boots, they was all afraid. But God was a loud voice. He said, I am the Lord thy God. I am. I am the Lord thy God. I am. Do you see? I am the Lord thy God. There's nothing else. There's nothing. We shouldn't serve anything else out here in the world. God said, I am the Lord thy God, he said. Serve me. Yeah. <laughs> Look unto me. Draw your strength from him. Yeah. Give yourself to him. And draw yourself. I am the Lord thy God. And look yeah. what he said. Which brought thee out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. Do you yeah. see he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt? Yeah. Allegory for the world. He brought them out of the house of bondage. Those vicious taskmasters down there in Egypt. They was cruel to the Israelites. They was absolutely mean and without compassion and without mercy. And, and, and God went down with a stretched out arm and a mighty hand. And he brought them out of Egypt from those vicious taskmasters. And out of the world, it's all allegoric for us today. We was out in this world. We was without a hope. We was without a future. We couldn't save ourselves. We couldn't keep ourselves. There wasn't enough good works that we could build up to earn our way to heaven. We was without hope. But Jesus stepped in between us and our destiny. Yes. We was out there in the world 
of us. Unforgiveness had a hold of some of us. Alcohol had a hold of some of us. Something had a hold of all of us. Hallelujah this morning. But Jesus set us free this morning. He delivered us out of the, out of the enslavements that we were in. Put our feet up on a solid foundation. He established our going. Praise his eyes. And he spoke out of the fire that day. I am the Lord thy God. Hallelujah this morning. We don't know our allegiance to this old world. We don't know our allegiance to anybody. Thank you, kids. 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 Thank you